0: It's Brian Anthony from the Office of Student Life and Leadership in the Booth. Welcome to another episode of Hill Talks. Each episode, we will bring you an inspiring message to help improve your leadership skill set. Everyone can always use leadership tips, so we hope that you get something out of it.
1: We're live in the booth. Today's topic focuses on new aspects of leadership featuring some of campus's most prominent leaders from a student and professional lens. Hi, I'm Erin McIndoe. I'm a first year at UNC, and I'm a pre-business major.
2: Hey, y'all. My name is Phoebe Pack, and I'm a neuroscience major, class of 2023.
1: Hi, my name is Naima
3: Cooper. I'm a sophomore at UNC, human development and family studies major, and health and Society minor. Let's kick it.
0: Well, wonderful. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, y'all. It's so good to speak with y'all. I've missed y'all since our days at Leadership. How's everyone been doing? Um, Quarantined.
2: <laughs> yeah, interesting.
0: I feel that. I feel like uh, it's been some interesting days since we left each other on the mountain in Leadership, and everything that's developed recently. But I hope all is well with y'all and that everybody is safe and I'm just happy to have you all on the podcast to talk about your leadership experience. So to kick things off, um, whoever wants to answer first, but what does leadership mean to you?
2: Um, I can go first. Yeah. All right, Phoebe. Yeah. Uh so leadership means to me is the opportunity that everyone, regardless of their identities or background, can take, create, or serve in a given spaces or circumstances to maximize the benefits in a community. Um, It could be positional or non-positional, but engages a great deal of introspection, in addition to humility, mutual respect, and vulnerability. Um, And then it should be earned um, through the healthy contribution interaction within the group.
0: come on, Phoebe. Come work for the office. That was a wonderful (laughs) answer. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. you touched on a lot there. A
1: lot. Um, how about you, Erin? What does leadership mean to you? Um, for me, leadership means like a lot of different things. I feel like it can take a lot of different like standpoints. Like you can be a leader in a lot of different ways and there's a lot of different ways to be a leader. So I guess to, like kind of generalize it, it would be um uh, a person that like shows leadership when they're able to make like the hard decisions that may not always be popular um and especially when other people don't want to make those those decisions um and also one thing that we talked about during leadership that really stuck out to me as like leadership is um not everyone who's a leader is the person who's like standing on the stage getting all the praise and all that kind of stuff like there's a lot of the anonymous extraordinaries who are the people who every single day stand up for a for what they believe in and what they're passionate about, and, um, you know, don't always get, like, the cameras and the pictures and, like, all that kind of stuff, but um, hard work every single day.
3: Okay, leadership to me is someone that has a vision or an idea and is doing their part to push that idea forward. They have a vision and they want to, they do what they, they do what they need to do in order to find a way to have that idea come to fruition. They're putting in the work. They're inspiring others. They are staying committed, um, collaborating, making connections, doing everything necessary in order to maintain the integrity of that goal and allow that idea to come to fruition.
0: Wow. I and love that. S- ideas coming to fruition, integrity. These are all
3: things that we
0: talked about at Leadership and Unfortunately, some of our listeners didn't get to go to a leadership. So how would you describe leadership to some of our listeners or other people who may be unfamiliar with it?
1: Uh, I can go ahead. So for um me, I would say to someone who isn't familiar with it, I would describe leadership as a place of growth where young adults have the opportunity to like brainstorm, network, learn, meet really incredible people while also learning about um, key aspects of being a leader in the local and global community. Um, But for me, a big part of it was the um, hearing about everyone's different perspectives on like different aspects of leadership and different people's visions and all that kind of stuff.
2: Absolutely agree with Aaron's point. Um, you touched on very important point that uh, we can actually engage in uh, dialogue, very meaningful dialogues that we do not um, often get a chance to actually take place in daily lives. Also, at the same time, is absolutely fun and precious opportunity. It's also free. Um, that you just um, yeah. get to learn so much about their perspectives at the same time about yourself too and then it's just so precious opportunity
0: and it's free i love that baby you better market it it's free (laughs) (laughs) naima did you enjoy the free part
3: too yes that was a big factor in why i decided to do it um but i would say that i agree with everyone else um just i feel like it's a program where you learn you learn about what leadership is You learn about yourself, your personality, your leadership style. You're encouraged to think deeper about your passions, think about them in a different way. Think about your values, what kind of leader you want to be. You're able to meet new people um, and learn about their experiences and their passions, aims and activities that are fun. And you just learn about about all the qualities of a good leader, how you're at like today. Really just inspiring and very educational.
0: Naima, you gave me a perfect segue to my next question for y'all. You spoke about leadership styles and that you learned about yourself at Leadership and the kind of leader that you want to be. So can you share more on what you learned about yourself and your specific leadership style? I know I'm calling back DISC. I don't know if you want to kind of explain to our listeners what DISC is and what your letter is and what that means to you. Um, but I think that's like a fun little segment to talk about. I love disc.
3: Um, so for me, I was an S. Um, so Disc is it's a um questionnaire where you answer a bunch of different questions and um depending on your answers you'll be either I think S D I S or C. Um and each of those are different personality types. So I was an S. I'm an investigator. Um and I had high C tendencies also, but um mainly for s's um they're very like calm and collected um and some of the things that i need to work on were being more open to change because i like to stick to what i'm good at i like to stick to what i know um and just being able to adapt more um being open to different ways of getting things done there might be a problem and one solution doesn't work being open to exploring different options to um make that happen um
1: any eyes any eyes oh i'm an eye for me i learned a lot from taking the um like the disc like questionnaire quiz thing um it pointed out a lot of the things that i i knew them about myself but i didn't know that kind of my personality fit into um like a letter or something like that um, and then once I took the quiz, and I was like, wow, this is and I was reading all the descriptions. And I was like, wow, this is extremely accurate. And I remember for the rest of once we did that the rest of the time, uh, another, like, uh, another person who was at leadership was a, that I became good friends with um, was a boy named Alex, and he was also an I. And so anytime we were doing anything, and we'd both think the exact same way. And he'd be like, that's the I in us. Like, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking the exact same way. Um, I feel like for me as an I, uh, we get very, very passionate about things. And sometimes when we get really passionate, we kind of overextend ourselves. Or um, we get, like, so, speaking of lawn things, there's a lawnmower going outside my house right now. Um, but... Uh, we tend to get so passionate about things that we kind of get a little in over our heads. And so I learned that when I'm like that, I need somebody like an S or a C to be like, okay, like, wait a second, be a little bit more patient. Let's think about it. Let's like think of a plan to execute it. Um, Cause I'm kind of the type of person who like thinks of something and wants to get it done like right now. Um, so I learned the type of people that I need to surround myself with to balance out each other's personalities and like leadership styles.
0: Okay, so so far we have Erin, who is an I, she's an influencer. We have Naima, who's an S, she's all about steadiness. Now, Phoebe, are you a C?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. So I I just Jeez. took two for fun, and then uh, depending on the workplaces and social settings, I either get I or C. Um, and I definitely agree with um Erin's point with the I that it is so hard to balance. Um, just because we are so passionate about it. But at the same time, in addition to inspiring others and then sharing visions um, and then helping them to actually pursue their passion, um, I also learned that um, in order to um, balance with my C personality in the leadership styles as well, um, that I need to like just recognize the healthy sense of responsibility with humility that I alone cannot do everything that I should always um, encourage teams to actually um, um, to do the same thing in terms of taking responsibilities and then owning our successes and failures or like.
0: Well, I just like to say that the whole disc is here because I'm a super dominant so I'm a D, a high D, like the highest you could probably go. And then Phoebe down here with the SC combination for steadiness and conscientiousness. I just love it. I just feel like I'm back on that mountain with y'all right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um. So kind of thinking about what you learned about yourselves, what you learned about your leadership styles, how do you plan to incorporate what you've learned at Leadership to either your time at UNC in your communities, or even beyond?
2: So, um, um, I'm just really grateful to be able to serve as um, the executive board member, as a yes. which is a wellness and leadership development officer, which is a new position at RHA, and then just advocate and support all residents and board of governors and executive um, board members to actually have, like to connect the resources they need to function in their maximum potential and then um, I hope to incorporate all the available skills and then um, fundamental understanding on different leadership styles that I learned through leadership um, to um, advocate people better um, to and then connect people's different passions from diverse backgrounds entrance through holding programming.
0: wonderful come on phoebe (laughs) advocate advocate
3: Um, Well, for me, I am the um, co-chair for the Health and Wellness Committee for the Black Student Movement. So we just like work on promoting health um, in the black community and um, developing programs that encourage black students to engage in healthy habits and just take care of themselves while they're at UNC. Um, So... I think for me, I, was, I thought that was the perfect position for me, but I didn't have that much experience. Um, I didn't want that to like keep me from doing this position um, and helping in my community. Um, so just being at Leadership, I learned that there's not just one type of leader. I think a lot of times we think a leader, you have to have charisma, you have to be loud, you have to be like outgoing, extroverted. Um, but that's not always the case. I think that was, as long as you have a good idea, as long as you're passionate, as long as you're educated, then you can be a great leader. So just learning that, it instilled a lot of confidence in me that I have a lot of great ideas and that I have the capability to be a great leader um, just because I'm not that, like, like what you think about when you think of a leader, that's not me, but that's okay. Um, and I think just learning that to always, like, learned about positionality and just, like, always being aware of, like, your privilege or, just how you could be contributing to problems. So just like recognizing that, um, just like always knowing that you can be doing more and just being considerate of other people and being respectful. Um, um, I think also just, there was a lot of emphasis on like commitment, staying committed to your vision. And I know that like, there's gonna be a lot of like, um, a lot of obstacles whenever you're trying to do something um, so just just staying committed, not backing down when you run into obstacles, and just always reaffirming to yourself how important your vision is, how important your goal is, and how important it is to stay on track, no matter what kind of pushback you get. Um, I think all that, it just really inspired me to stay committed to my vision and not let other people um,
1: influence me.
0: Mm, yes. good
1: work um i agree with like everything um that naima and phoebe both said um for me at unc i feel like i got involved in a fair amount of things um it's like i got a leadership position which actually coordinates a lot with my vision that i kind of created at leadership but i'm the athletic chair um at unc so basically i help coordinate um, different workout classes with different businesses all around Chapel Hill, like Bello, um and title boxing and like all that kinds of stuff. Um, so for me, like my vision at leadership really translated to um, my leadership position there. Um, and then in general, just kind of like volunteering and looking to do things like that around campus. So uh, I also volunteer at the Carolina campus community garden, which is a, um, like right by Granville at UNC, um, but it's a really, really cool um, garden. It has volunteers, has community gardens and student or community volunteers for the garden and then student volunteers, um, and it's a whole bunch of people that get together three times a week, three times a week and um, get together and garden and all the produce and everything that is um, grown is given to the low wage workers at UNC's campus, uh, on UNC's campus for free. Um, and so they basically can go like grocery shopping like, for free. And so that was really cool. So for me, um, a lot of the talk about, um, sorry, there's like a weird echo. Yeah. Um, Um, For me, like, especially what Naima said about, like, staying committed to your vision and staying committed to to what you're passionate about, I feel like sometimes that kind of reiterated to me, I felt like during the course of this semester especially, I was really, really busy and I wasn't, you know, going to volunteer as much or, like, going to do some of those things that I am really, really passionate about. Um, So, for me, like, staying committed to doing the things that I really, really love is really important. Um, and so I'm going to, hopefully we go back to campus in the fall and I can go back to doing all those things that I really care about, um, and really staying committed to those. And, um, also when I go back to UNC, I hope to work on my vision that I developed at Leadership. Um, this has a lot to do with working, um, throughout like local, um, elementary schools and like middle schools through sports. So hopefully I'll be able to find a place to volunteer and start on that vision when we go back.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing and talking about your visions and what you've learned and how it really impacted you. And how this once in a lifetime, really, because you can only go once in your undergrad year, was extremely impactful and really meaningful for all three of you. And so kind of as we wrap up and close out our episode today, I wanted to ask y'all, what are some words of advice you would give students to encourage them to attend leadership? You know, you had that one-on-one session with one student who was kind of like on
1: the fence about going. What would you say? Well, I can go first. Um. These types of things, I feel like you're never going to be put in another place to make those kind of connections with people, spend that much time with other people. And earlier, but to engage in actual meaningful conversation with other people that are your age or even older, like, I know when I went into it, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be a whole bunch of people who are really like, first year sophomores, and I became friends with people that work in a real world and are getting their PhD like that's a really meaningful connection that you basically couldn't get anywhere else. Um, and I know, well, I don't know if it'll be over spring break always, but I know it was over spring break for us. And that is kind of a little bit of a dis- difficult decision. Cause you're like, Oh, I kind of want to like go on vacation or do other things. Um, but like I said, there's no other place um, to really get, this kind of experience and so I don't think that you know you can go on vacation another time but you're not going to get another opportunity like this so I think making the most of the opportunity that you have and like we're getting and it was free so like go on a vacation over the summer um save your money uh and honestly I made some really 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 good friends and we've already started talking about making plans of hanging out you know, either over the summer when we're out of quarantine or back on campus in the fall. Um, but I made some really good friends that I would have never had the oppor- opportunity to meet if I hadn't gone. So definitely go.
3: Um, I guess for me, I would say um, I think it's it's more it's an easier experience if you're more like naturally like um, talkative. But if you're more quiet, it it can be hard to like you know get to know different people that you never met before, but I think definitely try to push yourself outside your comfort zone, um and try to have at least one conversation with everyone because you never know just because somebody you might perceive them as different from you they might have like a connection to you that you never would have thought. Um, I would say just be open, um you know be open to sharing your experience, be open to um, just connecting with other people and try to really look deep inside yourself what you're passionate about, what you truly want to do, and really actually put in the work when you're there to develop your passion and um I think you can definitely get a lot out of it because like Erin was saying, it is a very unique experience like you're getting all this amazing information for free, you're meeting all these new people um so just take advantage of that and try to get the most out of it for sure.
2: Absolutely agree with Aaron and Naima on the point on meaningful connection is definitely a unique opportunity. Um, at the same time, um, in our daily lives, just in general, because every day is kind of like routine and everything is the same. So it is very easy to forget why you're actually serving, um, in the position or not in a position, but why you're doing things that you're doing on campus. But then through visiting leadership, I was able to consolidate my um, vision, which is um, um, increasing the diversity and inclusion in STEM um, through based on the scientific research um, so that eventually I can develop the educational system better. Um, And then, Without attending literature, I would not be able to develop this specifically about my vision, and then actually uh, reminded about my passion, and then get even more motivated to serve in whatever positions that you happen, or it doesn't have to be position, or just being part of yourself in on campus and then making impacts. Uh, also at the same time, it is just so fun. It is so fun. I still remember um, the K-pop. What is that? It's like a K-pop dance session. One amazing person-led, and then I never attended those, and then I kind of like uh re-obtain my identity as Korean American, like I would have never thought of like learning K-pop dances or moves. Also, I learned about rock, like history of rock uh, from another really amazing person there. It was just so valuable and fun. Um, if I would have given a chance to go to uh, Florida Beach uh, on Instagram, everyone, like all my friends somehow went to the beach. And then, like, I would still choose to come to leadership if I would have given a chance because it was so amazing. I loved it. Well, thank y'all
0: so much. I think that's some great advice to really inspire people to go. I feel inspired to go again, and I've already gone twice. So I just really want to thank y'all for your time today, for joining us on the podcast. It really means a lot to Anthony and I that y'all would share your experience with other students and really kind of, like, help continue to grow the leadership program and offer it and show the potential that it has to like really impact students lives so thank you all thank
3: you thank
2: you you so much
0: check back with us for another discussion on leadership and even more amazing in studio guest it's brian anthony live from the booth peace